Hello, hello, catfish, Kenny coming at you on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Sun's out, no rain, little nippy, but that's only fall and we love it. This is the Friday edition of the uh, mop up. I guess I can start doing doing this. Uh, Catfish Kenny special edition. Uh, this is the post presidential election and uh, right now you already know that President Joe Biden is now our new president and uh, Donald Trump is not. With that being said, um, our congratulations Mr. Biden and Ms. Harris, our vice presidentress, the only uh, African American I'm supposing, uh, Latino, is that right? All right, judges say that's right. Uh, female to ever hold the office of the vice president. Well, that's pretty historic, in my opinion. And my catfish eyes tell me that uh, more interesting things are on the horizon. Or is it horizon? Anyway, we're being brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Vision and Eye Care Center located in Hamilton. That's in Alabama. Look it up on Google. Dr. Wayne Cobb Jr. is a very young, talented, anointed man, optometrist. His waiting room is always filled. And uh, he knows his uh, eye care inside and out. I wouldn't lie to you. Uh, Dr. Wayne and I have been friends for so many years. I be, I'm one of his patients. And I give you the word He's worth calling for a checkup, any other kind of trouble. His associate Grant Fowler is equally good, and their staff. Let me just tell you their uh, appointment time, phone number. I believe they're open Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 6. I could be wrong. 205-921-5499. One more time. For an appointment, 205-549. No, excuse me. I'm sorry. It's 205-921-5499. I always wonder why certain numbers and words always come out that way. To show you I can do it, it's 205-921-5499. And we also thank uh, the Logan... Uh, family, Daryl Logan, Gerald Logan, Sean Logan, the Logan Logan Auto Sales, also in Hamilton, on the other side of town, loaded with uh, previously owned cars, trucks, so clean, you could eat lunch off of them. And they all have correct mileage. And I'll tell you one thing the Logans do, if you ever call or go by, if they tell you a car's been wrecked, they'll tell you. If they tell you it's one owner, it's one owner. Uh, these are fine, upstanding young men. And they know that one lie is all it's going to take to put them out of business. That's the way Catfish Kenny is. If I tell you a lie, it's not because I mean it. I try my best to um, live pleasing the Lord each day. And if that offends you, I can't help it. He's the reason I breathe. 
He's the reason that my system, my heart, lungs, legs and arms work. And I say that out of reverence unto him. Now let's do something on the difference in politics and coronavirus, military, politics. I'm going to take you down to Mayberry, North Carolina, the fictitious town of Mayberry, which is really Mount Airy, the real town. As you all know, that's the locale of the Andy Griffith show, the legendary show. It's still on the air. And I mean, people, I'm still a fan myself. I started uh, watching Andy when I was uh, around uh, 8 or 12. And you know, anybody that's an Andy fan has seen once or twice, maybe three times, all 310 episodes. That includes color. And to recap, the stars was Andy Griffith, of course, who played Sheriff Andy Taylor. And he was a, a widower and raising his young son, Opie, played by Ronnie Howard, and for St. B, Francis Bobier, uh, came to live with him in the first episode, I believe, to help Opie grow up to help Sheriff Taylor in the house. There comes his best friend, Barney Fife, his chief deputy, the only deputy, played by the, uh, I mean, he is so tight. Don Knotts will go down the history as a comic genius, like Ernest T. Bass, played by Howard Morris, who directed some of the uh, Andy Griffith show. And uh, the Darlings, the, fam the Mountain family that uh, got to be friends so quick. Denver Powell was Mr. Briscoe Darling and his lovely daughter Charlene, played by Maggie Peterson. And now the uh, the, uh, the Darling brothers were none other than, the, uh, let's see, the uh, Dillards. And they true to, true to life bluegrass band. And what you see and hear them play on the show and record was it. True. They also had a drunk played by Hal Smith, he was oldest. Uh, Boyd the Barber, Howard Beckner, also a comic genius. And even while he suffered a stroke, Andy didn't let him go or tell him to take it easy. He kept him on the show. Then there was George Lindsay, Goober, and Goober is from Jasper, Alabama, or George rather. Am I? Oh yes, Anita Corson. She was Helen, and uh, Barney's girlfriend was Thelma Lou, and I can't, I can't remember her name right off that, Barbara something, but anyway, you know who I'm talking about, Thelma Lou. Now, so that you'll understand what I'm about to do, is I want you to go with me on a journey through, through Mayberry, and you watch every uh, episode if you can. And let's pick out some oddities. Even though it was one of the best shows written and produced, the uh, Mayberry and the Griffith show, it has a few uh, mysteries that to my knowledge have never been answered. Um, I still wish I could wish 
I wish I could think of uh, Thelma Lou's real name, Barbara something, I think. Why don't you call and tell me? It's 1-205-921-4159. I'll talk to you. Anyway, uh, the Andy Griffin Show had questions. And let me just give you the question, see if, it, if you ever thought of it. There's a show, uh, play, there's a spirit, uh, character played by the legendary actor Will Wright, the gruffy, ill-tempered uh, Ben Weaver who owns a big department store in the show. show. But uh, he, Andy has to arrest this other guy at Christmas because Ben called him uh, drinking some whiskey in the alley. His main complaint is he didn't want anybody coming into town selling spirits when he did. Yet he gets arrested. So we either take it, Mayberry is a, do they sell alcohol or not? I saw one show in the background where it says tavern. So I understand if it was a dry town, they wouldn't have had tavern. And one, it must have been wet because in one show, in the opening, uh, is Andy's living room. He's he's reclining on the couch, reading the newspaper. Opie's laying on the floor in his stomach, coloring. Aunt B starts grousing about how messy he is, like pigs, she said. If you look carefully on the table, little table near Andy's arm, you'll see a beer. It's poured into his glass and the bottle next to it. That dialogue lasts for a couple of minutes and it shoots back and the glass and bottle are gone. Strange, isn't it? Well, you know, out of town, him and uh, Joanna Moore, who played Peg, a gorgeous woman, who in my opinion, should have been Andy's TV wife. That's just my opinion. But she orders up on this fancy restaurant they're on this date, and she orders some kind of New Orleans drink, whereas Andy orders draft beer. Nobody's judged, not condemning. It's a show, but and one some of the shows Andy smoked cigarettes, and I got to thinking, what kind of example was that setting for young America? Take an occasional nip or smoking an occasional cigarette. Of course, you know, the cigarette was written out in the latter shows. Uh, I forgot about telling you, uh, Howard Sprigg was played by Jack Dodson. And uh, what can you say about Howard? He was, he was into comedy, he was a great actor. And I can't think of anyone else who I left out. Mayor Stoner, one of them was Parley Bear. Uh, and let's see. Uh, oh yeah, Jim Neighbors, he was the cousin of Goober. And uh, he went off of the show when he got his own show, Gomer Pilot USMC. But I'll review to this later for you if you want me to. I liked it the first go around, but the second time I didn't. But anyway, back to Mayberry. 
Did you ever think maybe that um, something was going on with Thelma Lou? Well, have you ever wondered what she did for a living? We know Andy was a sheriff, Barney was a uh, chief deputy, Floyd the barber, Jack, uh, Howard the city, city clerk, I guess, circuit clerk, whatever. Yet Thelma Lou, the only thing she ever said, she said, she comments to the courthouse, Andy and Barney and Helen, well, I've got to get back to the office. What office? It's not named, but she owns a fine home, clean, modern, always wears the finest clothes. What office, I'm asking? Tell me what office she worked. And let's see, another friend of mine told me that the only drinking problem was everybody owed us. And he was married, this woman, you saw him, her occasionally. But the rest of the people are straight. They're sober, except Otis. He has this long selection of bootleggers. Out of town, of course, I'm assuming. And also, um, I don't see how they kept up with Alan Melvin, the say, perfect character actor. He starred not only on uh, Andy, he was the army recruiter. He was in the, he was in the crime business a couple of times. He was locked up one time by Andy and Barney and took over his prisoner, then they, he escaped. Wonderful actor. He's also, he was in the Army, excuse me, Marines, with uh, Gomer, Sergeant Carter. He was Sergeant Hacker. He was the mess officer. We back to Mayberry. Uh, I just wonder, uh, if there was ever any bribery, there was none to see. And of course, if today's society infected the uh, harmonious atmosphere of Mayberry, that would be a shame. And that, to be honest with you, if Ron Howard is listening, Ronnie Howard, as Opie, was a little bit brattish. Sometimes all he had to do was just go hug uh, Andy's leg, you know he's in trouble, it, Andy would understand. Probably I'll say the number one best, I'll say best, episode was um, Man in a Hurry. And I'm telling you what, that show right there, makes number one, you know about the man that's car trouble, and Gomer fixes it, Goober fixes it. But he's been in a hurry, he wants to get to Charlotte for business. This is on a Sunday afternoon, and he tries his best to get home to Charlotte, or the business at Charlotte. He doesn't make it. He has to spend the night with the tailors, which he finds out is an enjoyable time. He even uh, gets Andy to agree so he can stay over another night, because it's Sunday evening. It's gonna be dark soon, Andy says. So um, I've used up about 15 minutes of my allotted time Again, brought to you on Anchor Web Podcasting. If you're on a smartphone, if you're on a computer, look on Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. Look for Catfish Kenny. I'm not into ego, but I would love for you to help support me. 
on Anchor. I'd love to talk to you. It's an email, G-N, lowercase, G-N-X-Y, the number 21, the letter O, at yahoo.com. G-N-X-Y, the number 2, the number 1, letter O, yahoo.com. And also brought to you almost, uh, almost, we're being brought to you again by Wayne Cobb, Dr. Wayne Cobb Jr. and staff, and Grant Fowler at the Hamilton Vision and Eye Care Center in Hamilton, Alabama. You, their appointments is 205-921-5499. They appreciate you calling. Logan Logan Auto Sales does the same. Gerald Logan, Jerome Logan, Sean Logan at 1-205-952-5499. Nine one one zero. You know what? If I think up them Lou's name, I'll be glad to share it the next go around on Catfish Kenny. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, nothing I know of. There's no elections to be talked about. Don't know what CNN's going to do. They'll find something. Everybody have a safe, have an enjoyable weekend. Catfish Kenny saying, I appreciate you. You never know how much.